Hey y'all, it's Rachel. And Charmaine. And we are The Pleasurologists. Awesome. And this is <laughs> The Goop on Sex. With the Pleasurologist, me, Rachel, and the lovely Charmaine. Charmaine, how are you? I know your answer, but I'm still gonna ask every time. <laughs> Who would diff- you answered differently just because I said that. I did, I did. I could have said, you know, just peachy keen, but you know. Yeah, it's a it's been an interesting week. So um yeah. Well I don't know what I was gonna say there. But when is it not an interesting week though, if you think about it? I guess if it wasn't an interesting week it would be really fucking boring in life, but it just has felt heavy, I guess, this week. Um, yeah. But thankfully, ACL, the the music thing is over here. It's done. So it'll be a little quieter for a bit. Um, and I might have some news soon, but I'm going to keep it all to myself. I'm just kidding. I'll probably tell you everything in five minutes. Who the fuck am I kidding? I have no... I have no self-control. Um, so, you know, we had asked for questions, and we've gotten some really great responses from people that listen, just about, you know, it's been helping them, they learn new things, all kinds of stuff. So that's fucking, that, sorry, I'm trying not to cuss, I don't know why. That's that's really awesome. I know. I'm like, I went, I'm like, don't do it, Rachel, don't say the F word. Fuck you. Fucking say what you want. <laughs> so, um, but we did get a question that really intrigued us that we wanted to go ahead and answer today. And remember one thing too, when we answer this question, these are, you know, things we may have done research on. These are also our own perspectives. So, you know, think, think also about your own relationship. And if you need more help or more in depth, something just made a really weird noise. If you need more in-depth information or something that's suited more to you and your relationship or you have more questions, please reach out. We'll remind you later, we are both coaches. We coach separately. We coach together. We coach on a whole lot of topics. So reach out to us if you need more information. These are just, you know, a quick overview of an answer that would be helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. We like to answer interesting questions. Yes. All right. So what is this question we got? First question I have, just in general, or I'm curious about, what do you think the percentage is of couples that watch porn together? Um, I think it's not as high as people would think it is, only because um, I think in a lot of instances, um, it it's still a little taboo for a lot of people. And people don't think they'll find porn that, you know, that's their thing. 
Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was thinking about that. And reminders, there is ethical porn out there, too. You don't have to always watch ethical porn if you don't want to, but it's out there. And I'm just curious, because I remember the first time, and I know we're talking about autoerotic, and I want to go back to that, but the first time I watched porn with somebody, and my God, it was so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think for... But listening. From the aspect of someone who has been in uh, a marriage... Well, two now. <laughs> uh, from an Gonna be three like soon. That, I will say, like, um, men in marriages sometimes tend to put you, you know, they tend to have that whole Madonna whore complex. Mm-hmm. And so they put you in this category where um, there's just certain things they can't tell you, um, there are certain things they can't show you. And whether people realize it or not, um, the type of porn, the type of autoerotica, the type of um, erotic books, the type of imagery and those things, um, it really does kind of, in a little way, open you up a little bit more to people, right? Mm-hmm. They can, um, because maybe you, you do read something or you see something about choking and maybe you're not into it per se, but maybe there's an aspect of it that... Um, excites you mm-hmm. um, and I think because we spend so much time sending our representative and hiding parts of our personalities from people partners included um, because we want people to have this perception of us them watching porn with us and knowing that this is a type of porn that gets you um, excited um, or autoerotica listening or whatever I think that for some people it's a level of intimacy that they have a difficulty reaching correct i agree with you i agree with that and i do think when it comes to adding something into a relationship oops sorry sorry about that y'all i just turned that off when it comes to relationships at all you know like communication around kinks around different things you want to try it starts with communication so if you're in a relationship where communication about sex is an issue this is going to be a harder one to first broach or just in general because if you're if you don't feel comfortable talking about sex and sexuality there's there are other things going on in the relationship as well right if you don't feel comfortable communicating as yourself that could that's an issue right there right like if you don't want to say i I enjoy this or you keep all that stuff to yourself it's something to look at the relationship like why don't i want to tell this person that relationships where um you know like that's that's my hobby right that's what I read that's what I listen to that's what I write and I'll say something like you know listen to this and I'll you know like oh, I, and and my partner at the time would say I don't, I don't want to hear that like mm-hmm. you know like but then I also have partners that be like oh read it to me I want to hear it um but I will say a lot of times it was like I don't want to hear that or you know like who wants to listen to that or blah 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 but and then they, on the flip side, you have somebody who wants to read it because they want to know, and then they're like, "Oh, okay. So, are you into some of this, or like, like, is this just get you going, or whatever?" So, I think it it a lot of that plays a part. I remember, um, I remember in my long term, long term relationship, saying, uh, "Hey, 
hey, um, I, I want to take you to a strip club. Now, this man had dated strippers. He'd been to several strip clubs. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, you know, like, you need that visual, you know, like, uh, I want to go. Like, I want to take you or whatever. And he categorically refused. And he was like, it's going to be weird and gross going with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, you're the you're a mother. Mm-hmm. Then you're the mother of my children, and I just I can't do it, and I can't see you there. And for me, um, in in the you know in other relationships, that was not an issue. It was like, oh, she, you know, she wants to go to a strip club. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm all hell yeah for. It. I think about this too when you think about autoerotica, right? They're telling a story, mm-hmm. you know, and there's like hot things in it, and it can just like automatically when you read it it's like an that's a turn on right like the the voice the imagery if you're good at, i don't i have a bad i don't can't do imagery well or i don't see things when i close my mouth you know whatever i'm trying to say but this idea this fantasy it still plays into fantasy and it gives you this like it brings you to a moment even if you haven't experienced it yet you feel like you could almost taste it touch it right so that you know gets things going and if you think about that a lot of us have sex playlists Right? Yes. And yes. that could be, especially depending on the songs that are on there, there's, a, there's an aspect of auto, of, um, of, of erotica in a lot of music. And it does play into fantasy because think about it, even like because that's a good way to to like think about it too, right? If you're listening to music and you're listening to the words and you're getting into it and you're moving, you're creating a sexual atmosphere. Like right then, like I could put on a song and like just suddenly be like, "Fuck, I need to go take care of myself or something," because that was fucking hot. Um, so it's the same thing with like when you're listening to erotica. It's it's words. So if you could like one way to discuss it is reminding something of that it's like the, the words also can make you you know like especially for women I'll, I'll speak as a female um we have a hard time getting out of our heads so even though you're putting on something you're listening to something or whether it's music whether it's erotica it's bringing you into that moment it's allowing you to clear your head of what does my body look like are there dishes in this thing? Did I do my homework? Is someone knocking on the door? Am I being too loud? Am I not being loud enough? Am I moving weird? Did I say something weird? Did I do this weird? Right? So it, it brings you to a place. So if you could remind someone of that too, that this is going to make me present. Yeah. And on top of that, um, I tend to say like, when you are listening to audio erotica, um, you know, like, So I love a good story, right? If you um, can build a good story for me and kind of um, get into my head that way, you know, there's a a saying, um, fuck her mind before you fuck her Mm -hmm. mind. Right? And I think a lot of, um, you know, a lot of men miss out on that part because they're not paying attention to the subtle cues. Imagine where that book and where that story and where whatever's going on in that scene is taking her. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to make her feel those feelings. It's going to make her, like you said, it's going to take her out of whatever she's thinking about. You know, like the kids, the laundry, schoolwork, whatever. And it's going to put her more in that sexual atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help her expand and, and kind of show you more of who she is and enjoy the experience more. It'll help you both enjoy Absolutely. And I want to forgive those who caught my mistake. 
I was saying, <laughs> I just realized this as I'm sitting here. I a few times said autoerotica. I meant audio. That word was not coming to me. Apologies. Um, but also, like, if you think about different fantasies, too, like a lot of us, some people do role-playing. That's full-ass fantasy. That's dressing up like fantasy. Everything's fantasy. And just because you fantasize about someone's voice or we all fantasize about people, right? It's not saying, like, I want to actually be with that person. It's putting you inside another fantasy. That's what role-playing is. That's where we're, like, when we want to maybe bring out, like, a kink side or a dirtier side. It's, it can become, like, all this idea of fantasy and role-play and getting you out of where you are in that moment. And, and, and fantasy can create better connection. Yes, definitely. And side note, when it comes to, you know, I enjoy my romance. I enjoy my erotica. I write it. Um, you know, I've been, we're not going to start, but I've been pressured about getting another book out because I haven't in like two years. But um, one of the things I do is I, when I go to signings or whatever, I create like date night boxes for you and your partner. And it kind of has a role play in it of the story, of a scene from the story. And it has, you know, like uh, sometimes there'll be lingerie in it or a specific makeup or a scent or something from the book to kind of help you get into where in a playlist, kind of help you get into that role play in that evening. So it's really very listening to, you know, audio erotica is kind of the same thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's just getting you into that mood and getting you into that character play because sometimes we fall into these very... um, very like the very these very boring kind of we're just supposed to have sex kind mm-hmm. of like yeah habitual like right like mm-hmm. where I just need an orgasm just let's just do it and be done with it right because that's what that's what I need right now when and you know again it's supposed to be about pleasure mm-hmm. you know the dirty word um, it's supposed to be about pleasure and so in order to get that. Um, there's a build-up to it. There's a foreplay. There's seduction. There's all these things that you have to bring into it. I remember one of the first... So I watched this interview when I was... Oh, my God. Uh, when I was too young to be watching these interviews. Uh, but I remember um, Sting did an interview once, and he said he had... Um, him and his wife, Trudy Styler, had sex for, like, 24 hours. Oh. And like, they had, like, this long orgasm. And because he, he was talking about Tantra, but he was... Uh, when he... In the interview, he, he was saying, this is an old interview, God, I don't even remember I saw that. Um, but I remember him saying that it wasn't just about the act of intercourse. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there was this huge buildup and all these other things. And I think, um, for me, I remember thinking, wow, like, that sounds like pleasure. It wasn't just, oh, you know, come on, let's just fuck for two hours, for 24 hours. It was this buildup of pleasure. Mm-hmm. So when you think about listening to that erotica, when you think about, you know, like start it early in the day, start it the night before, you know, like if you or if you and your partner live in different places, like get that slow buildup of pleasure, right? Because pleasure is not something people always think it's supposed to be quick because it's a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? But if you're building up to it, it's something that you're stoking the flames of and you're like, ooh, you know, like I've been thinking about this all day or I've been thinking about this for 12 hours right, I've been like, thinking about this since yesterday I right? read this in this book how that makes you feel mm-hmm. or, you know saying like quoting something in the book and also like thinking about do you ever put on 
something you're listening to in the house when it's just the two of you, when it hasn't been a sexual situation, you're like, either, you know, just to have it on in the background when you're listening to kind of see, you know, how it feels to just have it on in the room together and start there. It could be a nice way to do it too. But also, yes, I like that idea of like bringing it back, bringing it back in a message. I was reading this today when I heard, or I was listening to this today. And when the character, blah, 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 whatever, Shmuley said, um, I want to tie you, throw you up against the wall and choke you, whatever. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. I've, but, um, and then, like, I thought, you know, oh, my God, that turned me on so much and start a build-up early. There's also fun ways to bring it in. They have, like, you can create things like game cards, you know, where it's, like, different things you're both kind of interested in. And you can have, like, you know, set it up with parameters where if it's something you're like, no, that's out, you could pre figure that out with a will want or you can have a couple of passes you know if that's like a hell no for you um, but like game cards where you pick a card okay tonight it's we're putting on erotica or tonight is I get to you tonight is your night to be totally pleasured it's all about you tonight I pleasure you tonight it's a quickie you know like there's things where tonight we're gonna watch this listen to this and you could add in little playing cards that can make it you know the excitement of not knowing what it's gonna be you have this kind of plan and you're you're building it up but you don't know exactly yeah yeah well you know it's one of the things that i do is i, I you know uh on top of 50 million other things uh but one of the things i do do especially when i'm writing and one of the things i enjoy is like you know with my friends or whatever is i always help create like a romantic evening or a date night or whatever or some type of ambiance or whatever and i always say like if she, first of all two things if she's a reader really get into what she's reading if she's a romance reader get into what she's reading it's going to teach you and tell you a lot about that woman mm-hmm. um that's number one number two um you know women during the day like you could send him and you know like um a video or some type of audio of you reading the book mm-hmm. and send it to him and say, hey, you know, this is what I was thinking. This is what I'd like you to do to me or blah, blah, blah. And play that audio from the audio book in the background while you guys are together. Yeah, I like that. And if it is a question um, about like yeah. fantasy, like why are you fantasizing about someone else's voice or why are you... Pl- and if that's what where the stoppage is, right? If all of a sudden they're like, no, you're thinking about someone else. I'm, I would be curious if you said, hey, I understand. It's not that. But just listen to listen what happens when I get to hear this fantasy, right? And play something for them. in my mind, you become this person. Right. In my mind, we're these people. Yes. We're playing this role. This is what we're taking on. It's not that I want to fuck Joe from the book. I want you to take on these... I want this to happen so we can be this thing, so we can have this go on this fantasy together. Because really, if even if, if you're fantasizing with someone else, you're still with someone else. You're still you can have this idea in your head and and still like make it be with the person you're with, right? Like you take it's like going along on this little ride, fantasy ride together. Mm-hmm. It is once again like going to. I quit. It's the same thing as going to a strip club, right? When you go to a strip club, you are watching the girl or the guy, and you're getting excited or whatever. But you're going home to your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I it's think very much the same thing. I think one thing to remember too is, I think 
oftentimes, again, as women, we've been told it's taboo. We're not supposed to talk about sex. We're not supposed to talk about our fantasies. We're supposed to, you know, be this proper thing. And it's like we, and we need to also realize, like, that's a past thought. So for us as women, we need to start speaking up for ourselves and saying what we want and need. And saying... Yes. 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 And I had this app, I think I told you about it, which I've kind of played with a little bit. I do have like um affiliate rate, not affiliate rate, but I have a discount for it if anyone's interested. It's an app called Paired. And um so what it does, you can pick up different topics and it gives you like questions like one of them is six frisky questions and it gives you a question pack of things you can talk to together like questions you can ask each other it also has things where like it'll send each of you the same question and you both answer it and you get the results once you both answer it so like what sex act would you suggest to your partner there's two questions there what sex act would you suggest your partner if you knew you'd get a guaranteed yes and you do the answer and then you would get there. So it's it's called Paired. It is a paid app. Like I said, I do have a discount for it. I've been playing around with it just a little bit to kind of get a, accustomed to it. But um, it talks about like questions about sex parties, about outfits that you might want your partner to wear, about fantasy. So there's all different topics, um, things about better sex and exercise for better sex and all kinds of things. So there's really cool things in there. Um, there's taboo questions. So that that could be if you're like, if you like some kind of like, you know, if you're stepping into starting to ask your ask for more things around sex and sexuality or if you want to make it fun where you don't know what the question's going to be and you both answer during the day and that leads to excitement, that could be a great opportunity to do that as well. I don't know if you can ask your own your own questions, like if you can make up questions, but this does have questions that you could ask. Like mm-hmm. during the day, just out of nowhere, with like a sexy picture or, you know, like a, a you know, like a, an erotic comment or whatever and say, you know, like, what do you think of this? Yeah. A vi- what, what, would you try this? A video, a view ex- Yes. I like that in the video. Like, I, I, you could do a video with like a book you've been reading next to you as you like pleasure yourself and send it to him. Like, this is what this book did to me. I can't wait to show you how, you know. Yes. What, how we can explore this too something so I do think I mean you know it doesn't I think oftentimes too I'll, like I'm speak for myself because I can't speak for the whole world but I get in my head about asking the question so much that it becomes this huge ass fucking deal over enough like a small question I think of all the things that can go wrong instead of what could go right and instead of just asking I, I think of what could go wrong and I ask it anyway unless it's a sex question because then I don't care about what could go wrong it's probably going to come out of my mouth anyway but Mm, yeah, I, I'm trying to get better about that. But, you know, we all have our things. We all have our crosses today. Much rather, like, the more personal stuff, I'd much rather text it. Mm. <laughs> or write it. But the sex stuff, most of the time, it just flies out of my mouth. I don't care. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know what it is about. I, I don't know. I, I find it much easier to talk about the sex stuff than, like, you know, that, that other F word. <laughs> <laughs> And also to remember, too, when you're playing in fantasy or in sex in general, 
we often think that sex is only good or the pleasure or the fantasy was only good if both of us have an orgasm, both parties involved or all parties involved. And sex doesn't always have to be about an orgasm. It can be, and it could be, and an orgasm is great, but sometimes it, it can be about wanting to play this fantasy of completely pleasuring someone else or watching someone else get pleasure. The fantasy of seeing your partner experience the most pleasure fucking fuck ever, and, and that's your goal, and that gets you off in a different way, right? It may not be a full-ass orgasm, but you're still getting this, like, dopamine rush and, like, feeling from it and and it feels it's pretty it feels pretty powerful too at times too right like when i'm going to go into this knowing i'm just going to pleasure him and he has to sit back and take it and i don't mean taking a bad way but like you know like he can't try you know like this is mine i did just fucking pleasure the fuck out of him yeah no i i completely understand that i say all the time um uh in my past i have had sex and i've maybe not had an orgasm a lot of the times, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, or I've had one when my the person left the room. But um, <laughs> the <laughs> orgasm that I did have was based on um, the power, the, or the the actual experience, the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it really is about for you know for women in particular because we tend to not want to own our power. I feel like owning your power in that very sexual moment mm-hmm. um, is important. I will say that a lot of times we don't realize um, if you're a woman that's a little bit more uh, submissive, technically you do have the power. You're the one mm-hmm. with the power. It just looks like he's the one with the power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. again, I think I have an experiment for this question person. I have a, like my curiosity is what is your partner's feeling about erotica in general? Do you keep that part from them that you read erotica in general? Is that something that's like you hide it away under your, you know, somewhere? Or is it a known thing like this is something I enjoy, this is something I like? Because if you think about it, we work so, what we often as partners like work so hard to learn about our partners, things they like, and we try and find out more about it, right? So it's the same kind of thing, inviting this person more into your world. So it is, it is really intimate. So, you know, playing with like reading some together. I, again, I like the idea of putting some on in the background when you're like, maybe you're like at night, you're going to bed and you're like, I just want to li- let's listen together for a little bit. And maybe it doesn't even have to start as a full, like during sex. Maybe it starts as like, let's listen and see where it goes. I like that idea. I definitely like that idea. Um, I think that that is helpful. I think this, like I said, this happens a lot in relationships and in marriages. I Probably because I'm getting older, you know, like when I was in my 20s and 30s, um, it was much easier for me to do that, you know, and just want to keep those things. But as I mm-hmm. get older, uh, um, I really don't want to be with anybody who doesn't know those, you know, um, nuances of me. Like, mm-hmm. I, like if you don't, then I, I'm like, oh, okay, no, uh, because I've learned from my previous relationships and my previous, you know, situations that it's very, it's difficult after a while to not know the person that you're with. It is because and you can never 100% know somebody, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you, just right, right. Intimate level. I agree. And I, yeah, I also used to like, I didn't want to tell people all my like, can you do this? Can we do this? I want to do this with you. Like, I kind of kept those things to myself because like, 
who the fuck am I? Like when I was younger. Now I'm like, if I want to really experience pleasure with somebody, they need to know things I like and they need to know things about me and I need to know things they like. And how do we mesh them together? Because there might be some differences, right? There might be something that they're really into that's just like, that's not really my thing. And then you have to decide, do you want to, you know, is it something you want to try and experience because you trust this person? Is it something you never want to do? Because Which is also fine because that's just not your wheelhouse or whatever. Um, but it is like feeling free to talk about those things because again, like sex is not the only part of intimacy, but exactly. to be completely intimate with someone, you need to let them into different aspects of your life. And that goes into, yeah, and that goes into like the idea of kinks as well. Cause it is kink month and we can talk about that more again another time, but like, if you if there is something you want to enjoy together, like it might be something even like you were like my whole life I've never been into this, but suddenly you're with somebody and you're like, oh my god, with them, I want to. Um, I'm trying to think of something like I want to explore th- more sex furniture. I want to explore more bondage. Yeah, and sometimes it is. It goes very. It goes back to um, what I'm always telling everybody about. Um, creating that uh, safe space, mm-hmm. right? If you're with somebody, the safer you feel, the, you know, like, the more empowered you feel, the more you want to be yourself, the more you want to tell them about you, the more you want them to get to know you. So it really is kind of about creating that and nurturing that. And the, one of the best ways to do that is to start by being honest about who you are and being honest about the things that you like intimately and, you know, like exploring things together a little at a time, the small stuff, and then you build up to bigger things. And it does all then become like, right, a lot of it, it is fantasy. And like when you start thinking about like things you might want to try, it might not be, you know, you have might create this whole fantasy situation where you're almost secondary to it. You're just imagining it, you know, and then you can bring both of you into it together. stay married we don't stay because we're not um i i I, this word partnership has been in my mind so much because you need to be real partners Mm -hmm. and so in building that partnership this is a good way to start and if you're already in your partnership and you want to make it a little bit stronger then you know and or maybe you feel like oh we're we're in a rut and we're a little bit boring bringing some of these new aspects into your relationship and building a little bit more is important because people don't stay the same and Mm -hmm. they do tend to want to try new things and evolve a little bit so it's kind of important to evolve separately and together yes and it also you're right because we can like if you've been with somebody for a long time it can become where it's like okay it's it's thursday at seven we're having sex whatever can i now can i go do something else i got you know what i mean like you're thinking about all the things you could be doing or and you know we're stuck in that mode but we have sex so this is what we do and then bringing in some changes bringing in some new experiences brings you all closer it ups the pleasure game and then it creates a a whole nother aspect outside of that because now you have more things to talk about right like not that you don't have anything to ever talk about but like you can have little reminders of like oh my god last night when you bit me blah 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 when you you know something and you can talk about how uh, thinking about it got you going again and so it brings up this whole like continued experience where then you can plan it and next and next time because I was thinking about this book I read and he talked about um putting in you know 
maybe something you would never do. Like we've talked about the gun. Um, the gun, what am I trying to say? Part of the book, fucking with the gun. That may not be something you ever want to experience, but this idea of like someone having power, right? And, and telling you what to do, like uh, next time I want, it would be so amazing if we could listen to somebody talk about it more as we do this. And, and just it brings in a whole new experience. And fantasy is good. Fantasy means that we're still enjoying things. Yes. And we're looking to add enjoyment for each other. Because I think the thing is, too, when someone says, like, I have this fantasy I want to try, we think it's all one-sided, right? Like, oh, they're fantasizing about someone else, about something else. But it's like, no, we're fantasizing about something we can do together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not always about that. It really is, again, it's a, it's the mind fuck, right? It's that seduction of the mind. It is bringing in, you know, like um, the, all the other senses and how would you play these things out and kind of using your creativity and your imagination because sex is about pleasure. If we, mm-hmm. we need to start making it more about pleasure. Mm-hmm. And fuck, who doesn't want to fantasize about some hot guy thing in you? You know when you can't think of a single soul when all you can think about is I just want to be fucked in this way but you can't even think about a person that goes with it in a fantasy? I can only think about a real person. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Also, this is totally off the subject but it has to go with music. You know what song I was listening to on the way home from work the other day? I was in traffic screaming this on the top of my lungs because it makes me laugh too I was listening to I Just Had Sex (laughs) I Just Had Sex and it is so funny when you know he talks about going to tell his parents um, and he put his penis in you I mean everything about that song is so funny and so it's just funny and then then I'm in the car I'm like fuck I need to have sex that's where I really got out of that song. But anyway, it got me in a big fantasy mode on the way there. And I just, and then I realized I'm in standstill traffic screaming this song with like my sunroof open. And so there's my singing for the day. Anything. I'm usually in the kitchen. Like I always say, like, my kids always say, like, they know I'm cooking or whatever. I'm in the kitchen. I'm listening to like really ratchet music. You know, I love my Cardi B and my Megan Thee Stallion and all that. And so, like, I was listening to. It's a song. It's called Point Me To. Um, and she's like, in the beginning, she's like, point me to the biggest slut. I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> and I'm just like in the kitchen going, and I was like, oh, wait. My neighbors can see me through the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done the yeah. Um That made me think of something. Wait, you were saying? By now they know I'm, by now they know. Oh, and again, this goes back to the whole thing, too, with this idea of fantasy and all that. Like, I I label myself, this is a self-label, I call myself monogamously slutty Mm -hmm. because I like that that idea of being a little dirty, a little devious, a little, you know, know, using fantasy in that way. Like, I'm, you know, so, but, but I enjoy thinking about it and then... I enjoy thinking about it with a specific person, right? Like, so 
I think that is that way of like, how can you, like, we all play roles at times. So like, what is the role you want to play when you listen to this, this book? And what are you thinking about? And like, and, and enjoy yourself first too, right? Like, have some fun. I, I, I think that everybody should listen to audio erotica. And for women, it really does put you in the mindset of the character, especially the female character, because if she's, think about it, she's powerful or if she's, you know, wanton or if she's, you know, like um, uh, a princess or, you know, whatever she is, promiscuous or whatever she is, it, or a stripper, you get that, like, that sense of power because it's so opposite from your everyday. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Um, shit, I forgot what I was going to fucking say. There's something, and find a voice you like. Like, if you're new to listening to audio stuff, it may not be the first thing you turn on that you're like, holy shit. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But find a voice that feels right for you. Like, someone that I talk, that I, in my life, like, just the thought of their voice, I'm like, fucking puddle on the ground so there are voices out there that for some reason for each person like it just does something right so like find that in what in a book you're listening to find that in what you're reading um and keep searching and try different things like it is it's always i find play to be such an important thing so think of this as play it's adult play and we need play in our lives And then, and then, give your partner the task of next book you choose. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Get into it a little bit. Yeah, because then he starts researching like books and shit, and then you find out, oh, he he likes this fantasy of, I don't know, being yeah, peed on. Yeah. Um, that's out of my wheelhouse. Well, one of the suggestions I made to. Uh, a friend I know is, I said, well, send him the audio, like a snippet of, you know, just the erotic part of the story, like the slow buildup, but the erotic part of the story, because he wasn't going to listen to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, send him that, and then have him send you, uh, I don't know, he was heavy in a porn, so have him send you like a porn video that he's into. Mm-hmm. And maybe do a switch off, like you get to pick porn one night we fuck to, I get to pick the book we fuck to. A lesbian porn. Most women prefer lesbian porn, and it's because we get to see women having pleasure, and you know, and it and it seems more women perspective. That's why ethical porn can be a really good one for women because of how women are treated and blah 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 blah. Um, because pleasure is important in those. Um, but yeah, I think you know the whole thing is like communication and and not putting. I think taking the worry out of it because. If somebody said, you know what, that's not my thing, I don't really like that, maybe they'll be willing to try. And if they're still like, you know what, I love that you love that, this is, I'm having a hard time experiencing pleasure with it in this scenario, it's, not, it's still something you can do on your own. 
It doesn't mean you have to be out of your life. Because we do have to remember that we are all different people and we don't all experience pleasure the same way. So if somebody doesn't, and if it's because they're like, I don't like you fantasizing about someone else, you can't listen to that, that's a whole other fucking situation, right? But if they're just like, I can't get off hearing this voice, that could be possible, right? So you can look for other voices or just remember like, okay, now this becomes my thing. I can send, but he's like, I, maybe he's like, I love hearing snippets of it. I love the buildup of it. I just don't enjoy it when we're having sex. So then you play with like, is there a compromise? You know, do you play a little bit before? Do you use it as snippets? Do you, you know, so it does take communication and it takes, as always, there needs to be compromises in some way sometimes. So we appreciate this question. We hope this helped. We'd love to hear back from you and let us know what you think and what happened. Let us know. Absolutely. I want to know. But I'm nosy. But I want to know. Take a video. Of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Send us the night. <laughs> we want to be in your bedroom. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, maybe I should never speak. I'm like, you just need to have sex, Rachel, because now you're talking about being out of people's bedrooms. Um, but yes, please keep sending questions because we really do love answering them. And again, if we do, if you're like, okay, you got to a little bit of the qu- little beat, a little bit of the question, but I need more. I just need more information. I need us. Or you're like, you know what? I need some help and I have the exact words I'm going to use. Or as a couple, can you help us? Can you as coaches help us as a couple work on how to get to this place? Yes, 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 yes. To all of that. So reach out to us and if like again set up we can we can do sessions with both of us. We can do sessions as a couple as you know with you as a couple, we can do sessions separately. So we really are um, you know, sex sexuality pleasure is very personal to every person. So our sessions are unique, as unique as each individual. So you should Keep sending your questions, please. Yeah, I want more questions. I love answering questions. Yeah, I think I would love to continue. Love, love, love answering questions. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask away. Ask away. There's no question. Now, look, if you ask a question that we're like, not sure that it's a serious question or you're whatever, we're still going to try and answer it. Don't, don't, now I'm like, oh, they're going to ask some fucked up questions. But like if it's, and if it's not something that we feel like could be answered on a podcast, we'll get back to you. So, um, you know, if it's about hurting somebody or something like that. Anyway, but please keep sending your questions. Keep sending us a view of a topic. If you're like, I don't have a specific question, but can you all please talk about anal, getting ready for anal? Um, what else? Anything. Getting ready for anal. I'm to talk about that again because I had a conversation with um, a couple of people and they were <laughs> anti-anal, so... Um, just because I didn't know where to start so yeah well I think it is it's the whole like process I think of like in fear but there could be it could be a lot of fun too but yes there's definitely some prep that you you would want to do and you want to start small so well let's do talk about that again and how we can prep and how to not make preparation mistakes yes and we want to do well I, I've been toying with this idea of doing these um, uh, where we interview each other 
Oh, yeah. Um, and we ask each other some pointed questions so that you can get to know us better. Um, so if you have questions for that, please send that in. Um, that would be helpful, and uh, then we can get to it, and you'll, we'll get, like, a full episode of where we, you know, where I interview Rachel and Rachel interviews me. Can we pass on questions? <laughs> no. Oh, we should make it a drinking game then. <laughs> what if... Oh, my God. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm already scared. Because, um, because, um, you might ask me questions that are like, you know, I mean, there's not a lot I don't tell people, but you can, okay. So yeah, you can, you can, there are eloquent ways to dance around. (laughs) Okay. I'm a just dancing. Okay. And my friends, don't forget to pleasure yourselves because that is important. It's good for your health. It's good for your sex life. It's good for your mood. It's good for your organs. Um, Okay, so yes, check us out. Don't forget to give us five stars wherever you listen. Um, Share with your friends. Have a listening party. Hey, shit, if you have a group of friends in your community that y'all love listening and you want to share it with all your friends and you want us to come and do a live podcast for you and your friends, you know. Hit us up. Yeah. Hit us up. So until next time, please keep sending the question. Check out the, check out the Pleasurologist's um, Instagram. Charmaine, what is your Instagram if they want to check you out personally? So check, check, check. Sorry, I was singing. Can you do that again? (laughs) (laughs) It is author AC. And I also have FIG, F-I-G, Life Coaching. Um, Check us out. See what we have to offer. Call us and send us your questions. Send us any questions that you have for us. Until next time, enjoy the fuck out of yourselves and each other. Bye.